Sound Pages is a literary series featuring resident artists in the Jack Straw Writers Program. At bedtime, the man would lie beside me on the quilt and make myth unfold, breathing the words alive to my mind's eye. This program features the work of 2013 writer Peter Monroe. Curator Stephanie Kalis sat down with him in the studio. Looking for my calling was always about waiting for the Holy Spirit to touch me and work through me. And so that was the attitude I took toward poetry, was that these were really, I found out the thing that I was supposed to open myself to, and that was supposed to pass through me into the world. I think that we can all relate to each other regardless of what we believe, no matter how great the differences are between us and what specifically we believe, I think we can all relate to each other and that we have to live by faith. We're finite. And the world is vaster than us. Whether you think it's created or accidental, it's still vaster than us, and we can't explain it. And so I have to live by faith. I think, and I think we all do, and I think that's a, I think that's a beautiful aspect of being human, actually. Now we'll hear a selection from Peter's live reading. I'm going to read sections from a, a, long, a longer poem called Ketogenesis Apocalypse. And um, the, everything that's in of mine that's in the anthology I'll be reading tonight. So, uh, you know, I'm just going to jump in. Ketogenesis Apocalypse. First section, Revelations According to Chemistry. Carbon chains break. The body gives way. A dying man releases esters breath by breath, acetone respired from clay. My father fails in pieces. He exhales a rank sweetness. This preacher's prayer increases by atom and molecule leaked back to the world, a scripture of dust betrayed, though he can no longer speak. Ketones breach this child of God, his last lauds intoned as proteins subsume to a rich reek. Reading my father's Bible. Lymph nodes slowly unbolt in his sturdy frame. Speech leaving, vision going dim, smells corrupted by ketones as his body self-consumes, numbed by morphine, touch dispels. I smooth the big bluff forehead that had loomed over my childhood. His skin has been slurred slightly tacky with efflux. As I groom him, he seems not to feel. He does not stir. This is not my father's first loss of senses. Hearing aids, beyond his working for years, heavy roaded hymns and Bible verses, word made flesh then stilled in the tombs of his ears. 
But when I question him in a near shout, he can still nod or shake his head in answer. So I roar hymns. He raises a hand, counts out a beat not yet eaten by his cancer. I lean close, leaf through his broken spined Bible and yell stories as old as any story ever written in blood. Cain slays Abel. David slays Goliath, battles rage gory, Samson slays everyone, tales I'd been told all my life. At bedtime, the man would lie beside me on the quilt and make myth unfold, breathing the words alive to my mind's eye, lulling my child mind in the advent of sleep. Seeding my dreamscapes with the sacrifice of sons. Abraham's knife glinting to reap Isaac, the long bleeding out of the Christ. I holler psalms and gospels till my voice frays under the load of loving the deaf. Let the stones ring out and the hills rejoice. I've received silence. I have nothing left. The Bible in my hands has been beaten near death, as tattered as the man who fails under my watch, chapter and verse eaten ragged at page edge. The old man exhales, rasping. I shut his ramshackle scriptures, the spine cobbled together with duct tape, the binding of the book like a vesture sloughed loose, the word within nearly escaped. In the name of the old man. Old man was what my old man called me. All my life, he shouldered that title onto me as though a mantle to be lightly worn and then laughed off at the end of the day. Every morning of high school, I stumbled from bed to the breakfast, scumbled together by the old man, eggs scrambled and peppered, blacker than sin committed by blasphemous lepers, bacon grease congealed on the side. He'd ask, how are you feeling, old man? Fine, dad. Okay, I replied, but... Fuck, was more like it, an, an answer I chose to leave unvoiced as this preacher whose flock was the first Presbyterian church of Sitka, Alaska, shucked my eggs from skillet to plate, then perched his ass beside me at the table, old manning me until I was unable to gag down further pepper, choking on the bacon-salted name of the father who learns the taste of peppercorns must learn to leave the past. The father mourns the son who fled long ago, an old man whose grandchildren heft the old clan mantle of Monroe, but cannot command a memory of their grandpa's face. The old man faces a summary of every sermon never spoken from his pulpit, harmonies never sung from the hymnal broken open in his hands, the culprit heart never cleansed in corporate confession. Startled by the charges leveled against his name, 
He listens to dirges emerging among a congregation of disrupted cells, mutations among lymph nodes, as if by indwelling the Holy Ghost corrupts its abode. Or it could be the lost son who hosts these charges. I can't discern the difference. I never learned to tell loving the condemned from loving the favored. But now I smell that unknown thing that comes with exact flavor. Though this old shepherd exhales acetone, rich and sweet, I am unlocked by the savor of scrambled eggs flocked with too much pepper. Strangers in a Land of Molecular Bonds. The child raised up to glorify the Lord learns the bitter from the sweet. Cells break down, acetone comes unmoored. Who watches a man deplete molecule by valence, savors rewards too rich to breathe into meat, a flavor that no Holy Ghost atones, tongues of the faithful cloying with ketones. My father, my preacher, and my old man all die in one. I keep faith while his trinity departs this strange land where hydrogen binds to myth, who wanders in fields that no psalm can span, must walk alone into breath. I've wandered for 55 years. I know only how to measure out what sons owe. The body sings its own psalms. Its praises leak back to the world piecemeal. A child at play where the body blazes already knows how to feel. The faithful prey, where lymphoma raises carbon, where proteins anneal kisses to valence orbitals. Who learns flavor according to ketones shall yearn. Okay, that's it. <laughs> Sound Pages is a Jack Straw production. The 2013 curator of this program is Stephanie Kalis. This episode of Sound Pages was produced by Jenny Cecil Moore. Recording engineers are C.J. Lazenby, Tom Stiles, Mo Preventure, and Steve DeTori. Narrator is Christine Brown. And executive director of Jack Straw Productions is Joan Rabinowitz. Theme music by the Seattle Jazz Composers Ensemble produced through the Jack Straw Artist Support Program. The Jack Straw Writers Program is made possible with support from the City of Seattle Office of Arts and Culture, Four Culture King County Lodging Tax Fund, the Washington State Arts Commission, the National Endowment for the Arts, the Paul G. Allen Family Foundation, Arts Fund, and individual contributors. All of the writers heard in this series are published in the Jack Straw Writers Anthology, available for purchase and featured online at jackstraw.org. Thank you for listening. <laughs>